0: You learn a few things when you do a podcast, one of them being don't hang fucking Christmas shit from your outside windows because when it gets windy, it's just going to sit there and keep fucking banging. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. It is Saturday morning of week 14. Podcast is out a little bit late for the first run-through, but we are good. It is 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I've been up since 3, trying to finish up the spreadsheet, which will be out this morning. Uh, But I wanted to get this recorded first and get our player pool set. So... uh, Yeah. Yeah. Great fucking week again. Great week. This season needs to get to the end because uh, i got to figure out what's going on with the spreadsheet. Obviously, with the pictures that I put up on there, what's happening is the residuals of the pictures are actually still caught in the memory of the actual spreadsheet, so it slows it down, and that's why I wanted to make each separate spreadsheet each week before ever putting in any of the pictures. And it's come back to bite me because of the whole COVID uh, situation this year, you know, stuff moving, you know, games moving and all that stuff. So um, definitely for next year I'll be doing this individually, hopefully uh, be taking a look at getting this (coughs) put up online. And having to probably use Google Docs, which is probably going to take away some of the uh, aesthetics of the spreadsheet as far as doing the pictures anyway. So, that'll be kind of a, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I want it to kind of look nice, but at the same time, uh, functionality is a lot more important. So, it is what it is. We'll get it fixed out. Any which way, find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Uh, if you do not get any of the spreadsheets, uh, definitely DM me. Although by now, everybody should be having it if you're listening to this podcast. If not, it is what it is. Check it out for next year. I'll have more information out on everything. Uh, target data sheet is not out yet. Uh, that should be up today. <coughs> Um, I'm actually going to work on it after I get the podcast done. Because I kind of know where I want to go for, uh, most of the player pool on here. But I am going to go through, we'll kind of talk about the games and stuff like we usually do. So, uh, yeah, let's get started. Got a full slate of games here. Um, let's see here how many games we got. Thirteen? Thirteen? Fourteen on the, uh... I believe that's how it goes. 13 and 14 on the Yahoo slate. Uh, Let me check my calculations. One moment, please. One moment, please. One moment, please. No. I take that back. 11 and 12. Where am I getting? Should be 16 total. Three moved off. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not very good with math, apparently. Even though I love math. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> not feeling all that great today either. It's not COVID. It's just I think uh, I am still dehydrated from the week. All right, let's get going here. Houston at Chicago opens up the slate. Houston opened as a one and a half point favorite, 45.5 over under. Uh, currently, it is Houston still as a one and a half point favorite. 46 is the over-under now, so it's moved up half a point here. Um, Not really a lot that I'm focusing on here. Now, we could take a look at Deshaun Watson. We did see what uh, Matt Stafford did last week to the Chicago Bears, but I just don't know. I just don't know. I mean, he's going to be a full, you know... Oh, the whole offense is going to come out of him. David Johnson went on the COVID IR list yesterday, uh, so he is going to be out. So if you have him in your seasonal, uh, make sure that you take out one David Johnson. Um, If I use Deshaun Watson, it's going to be naked here. Naked meaning that I'm probably not going to use a lot of wide receivers, although you do have two cheap options at wide receiver here. But first, Deshaun Watson, 8,033 and 7,600. Good for sixth, seventh, and third. Uh, so this is probably more of a FanDuel and Yahoo play. Oh, come on. Let's not drag ass here, computer. Let's go. <clears throat> so uh, Deshaun Watson, yeah. Uh, Bears' pass defense went from eighth in DVOA to 11th after last week, and they also went up from 6 in points allowed to the quarterback position to ninth. Uh, let's see here. So they are 17.6 on FanDuel and 18 on DraftKings right now. So there is that. Brandon Cooks is nursing an injury. I will update the injury report today. Uh, this is actually from yesterday, right around uh, when the injury reports were starting to come out, so it's not 100%. Uh, double checks a lot of these, a lot of a lot of stuff that you're seeing that's questionable. A lot of these guys are going to end up playing. Most of the guys that are out there are already marked as out. So, uh, two cheap options here, though at the wide receiver position. If you're interested, um, I do kind of like the bear side of this a little bit better. Um, so most of this is if you want to run something on the other side of. Uh, on the other side to correlate with the with any type of stack here uh first one would be of course kiki kuti uh 5600 16 and 5000 good for 39th 39th and 33rd and then you have this chad hansen a little bit taller receiver uh <clears throat> 5100 14 and 3900 good for 63rd 54th and 55th um not going to utilize Brandon Cooks. I respect Kyle Fuller a bit. Uh, Bears are number one in DVOA versus wide receiver ones fourth over fourth in points allowed. uh That's up from third. Twenty six on Fanduel and thirty two point eight on DK. <clears throat> Kiki T moves to the wide receiver two spot. Uh, which the Bears are 10th in DVOA. But now we have cornerback Buster Screen uh, is going to be out in this game. Kiki will man the slot. That's usually where we like to go as the slot or the tight end versus the Bears. Um, but I do kind of like Chad Hansen, where the Bears are 29th against the wide receiver plus in DVOA. Uh, like I said, he's a little bit taller wide receiver. We're going to have to check this out, kind of take a look at the matchups here. But he had a very good week last week, but now, you know, after a week, now the Bears are, you know, know who this guy is. <clears throat> so definitely we'll take a look there. Uh, a lot of people falling off the Jordan Aikens bandwagon after, you know, the last couple weeks, uh, especially after Thanksgiving. Uh, Where he failed, he dropped a couple of easy touchdown passes here. Uh, 5,012 and 2,900. Good for 22nd, 20th, and 27th. Bears are 20th in DVOA versus tight end. 28th in points allowed to the tight end position at 13.3 and 16.3. So I will be taking a look at him. Now, like I said, he's been having some issues. Uh, Generally, I don't Like I said, I don't like playing Jordan Akins when Darren Fells is around because that usually takes a lot of, that usually I'll take a couple of the targets away and he doesn't get that many in the first place. Uh, You also have Cahill Waring uh, who will get a target here in each game uh, that he's been available since coming off IR. Farrell Brown has been uh, kind of a thorn in the ass too. So Jordan Akins may just take a pass, may just utilize the whole Kiki Kuti uh, in the middle of the field, type deal to, you know, run that correlation play against the Bears. The reason why I'm looking at the Bears is not only because of the matchup, but definitely because uh, everybody was on, you know, the Bears' offense last week, right? So when the Bears' offense basically failed, like they got it done, right? It all went to it all went pretty much through David Montgomery. So. Not a lot of people I think are gonna be on Mitch Trubisky even in a really good matchup. So let's see here. Mitch is sixty eight hundred, twenty-two, and fifty six hundred. Good for 18th 29th, twenty-ninth, and seventeenth. So Yahoo definitely at that twenty-two dollars. Is a real, real sizable discount. Uh, I think that's even cheaper than what he was last week, if I'm not mistaken. He was at about twenty-four, twenty-six. Uh if I remember correctly, but uh, Houston pass defense is 25th in DVOA. 21st in points allowed to the quarterback position at 19.3 and 20.5 on FanDuel and DK respectively. Now we do have to consider David Montgomery. Uh, he's going to be, if anything, he's going to be more of a cash game option. Um, and this is a guy that I just really love to hate. So uh you know if i'm talking about them, we definitely have to consider it now uh as a, we talked about it earlier in the year trading for david Montgomery. uh had a very good playoff schedule for your seasonal league so but uh 70 uh 6619 and 6500 good for 17th 24th and 11th so the fanduel price is pretty good the yahoo price is even better um Maybe on DK, I wouldn't mind fading him a little bit uh, just because he is priced up a bit over there. But Houston, 26 in rush defense DVOA, 24th versus running backs in the passing game, Uh, 31st in points allowed to the position. So... Uh, and that's at 28.6 and 32.8. David Montgomery pretty much gets everything. You know, we did see a little bit more of quarter uh, Corderell Patterson uh, behind the line of scrimmage here, but he's not really going to take that much out of there. I mean, if you wanted to consider Patterson as kind of a real deep-dive option for, you know, say, a Millie Maker, maybe I could tell you... As a, as a, like a, a pretty much a direct pivot off of uh, David Montgomery in the same backfield, maybe, but I think that's getting a little bit too cute in there. So I'm definitely not considering there. Jesus Christ, quit banging on my fucking window, goddamn decorations! I'm going to go outside and fucking just bury it all. Uh, let's see, wide receivers here, Allen Robinson back in play. Uh, still considering Darnell Mooney. Uh, both of them at the wide receiver one and the wide receiver two position are facing the 29th-ranked DVOAs. Um, so Robinson can, can be considered, again, for cash. Uh, Mooney uh, for GPP. and That's kind of the thing. I mean, Allen Robinson's still relatively priced well. Uh, 7025 and 6800 good for 17th, 18th, and 12th. So and and facing Vernon Hargreaves, That's a guy that we usually like to attack. Houston as a whole, uh, twenty-second in points allowed to the position at the wide receiver position, thirty-two on Fanduel and forty-point-three on DK. Uh, Mooney fifty-one hundred thirteen and thirty-five hundred good for sixty-third, sixty-first, and sixty-seventh. Uh, he was getting the targets last week, so. <clears throat> um, but I mean, Chicago really just. Took their foot off the gas, and that's what really allowed uh, Detroit to kind of you know catch back up. They were they were beating on Detroit, man. They were beating on them. Um, defense just didn't come through. Anthony Miller, I'm not really looking at. I don't like the matchup against uh, quarterback Eric Murray on there. Uh, Cole Komet now at tight end, is interesting. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is really not throwing to Jimmy Graham. He's throwing it to Cole Komet and whether or not that's just a functionality of what the offense is doing now, trying to get him more involved as season goes on. Uh, tight ends always you know, have, tend to come on late when they're rookies, but forty six hundred, twelve, and 2,900 good for 35th, 20th, and 27th. The Houston Texans are 29th in DVOA versus the tight end position, 17th in points allowed at 10.2 and 12.9. Uh, you'd have linebacker Zach Cunningham covering him. So it's not a bad matchup overall, um, especially if you wanted to pay down. It's probably actually a better play than Jordan Aikens, especially on FanDuel where you're going to get the $400 savings. And you're seeing a guy actually being, you know, more involved, uh, not really having to worry about anything other than, say, Jimmy Graham. But in reality, when you look at it, when you look at it, when you look at the uh, the the game film and everything on there, they're, they're just not going to Jimmy Graham. So it's really it's Cole Komet or nothing uh, as far as the Bears' tight ends are concerned. So a few options out of that game. I really, really do dig that game. Next game, Dallas. Dallas at Cincinnati. Dallas opened at a 3.5 point favorite. That's where they stayed as a 3.5 point favorite, but they went down from a 43.5 over under to a 42.5 over under. Still favoring the Cowboys. <coughs> Do we look at Andy Dalton? 6,800, 23, and 5,500. Good for 18th, 25th, and 19th. 28th-ranked pass defense for the Cincinnati Bengals, 18th in points at 19 and 19.7. I'm going to pass on them, or on him. Even in you know the quote-unquote revenge game, uh, I'm not looking at him. I'm looking more at the running back position. Now, Zeke Elliott is questionable for this game, um, which could open up Value for at running back for Tony Pollard, uh, which would be great actually. But Zeke Elliott, seven thousand six hundred twenty-six and 6,600, good for 8th, 7th, and 10th. Uh, he's coming at an incredible value for his talent. Uh, but Tony Pollard, four thousand eight hundred fourteen 14, and 5,300, 62nd, 62nd priced running back, 40th, and 27th. Um, so if Zeke doesn't play, I would be all over the Tony Pollard play. Uh, He's actually kind of outplayed Zeke this season um, in his limited capacity role with fewer touches. So uh, against the defense in Cincinnati, that is 21st in rush defense DVOA, 17th versus running back in the passing game, uh, and 22nd in points allowed to the position uh, at 21.1 and 23.6. I'd rather get the value of Pollard and he should be actually get all almost all the workload if Zeke sits, but we don't know anything on it yet, so we'll see here. Uh <clears throat> two wide receivers actually that I will take a look at here is actually gonna be Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup had uh really the better game last week, uh although Cooper Cup was actually still involved there. Um The Cincinnati Bengals are 9th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1, 18th in points allowed to the position as a whole at 30.1 and 37.5. The reason I need to look at Cooper versus Michael Gallup is Cooper or PFF has Cooper lined up against LaShawn Sims and William Jackson lined up on Michael Gallup. I have to see if that's actually accurate based on where they are on the field. Uh, The funny thing is, like, you get these wide receiver cornerback matchups on PFF, and then you actually go in and you look at the charts. You can look at the offensive charts with the players on there. Uh, So you have set up the offense, and you set up versus the defense, and you can actually see what's the real uh, matchup going to be. And sometimes it just switches. Um, And it shows you a more accurate portrayal based on what side of the field the cornerback usually lines up on. Uh, So it's really, really uh, deceiving sometimes when you look at those matchups. So just be careful with it. Hopefully if you're listening on here, uh, then you kind of go and do your own research and look at that. It's actually pretty valuable. So, uh, But Michael Gallup, if it would be Michael Gallup, it would be versus wide receiver plus, which the uh, Cincinnati Bengals are 31st and that's a consistent 31st for the last three weeks uh, in DVOA versus wide receiver plus. Uh, Cooper, we'll go through prices here. Cooper, though, 6,800, 22, and 6,500, good for 19th, 22nd, and 16th. He's a very good price for um, what he brings to the table. Uh, Andy Dalton does like him. He is first read. But Michael Gallup, the fifty three hundred, fourteen, and 3,800, good for 55th, 54th, and 59th. Uh, priced wide receiver, so not bad, not bad at all. Uh, tight ends here. Uh, you can look at Dalton Schultz. Maybe I should actually look at Andy Dalton. Maybe I will look at him at GPP because uh, Dalton Schultz, 14th-ranked DVOA, are Cincinnati Bengals, but they're 30th in points allowed, which means that they give up touchdowns. Uh, so, to the tight end position. So, definitely, definitely have to consider uh, Dalton Schultz this week. Maybe I skip the wide receivers as a whole here and just go with the tight end. But, man, I guess I really got to consider... I got to look at this old Andy Dalton thing because... If I like a couple pieces in here, I mean, it's hard not to... It's hard not to take a look, but I don't want to oversaturate, you know, the the write up. So it's it's quite possible we end up with just uh a piece or two from this game with no quarterback. And that's entirely possible because Andy Dalton really doesn't have that much upside on there. Now, you could take a look. Um, to be honest with you, you can take a look at the Dallas Cowboys defense. They tend to Uh, Rush the passer a ton. And we do know that there's injuries. This offensive line is just incredibly just destroyed. Just absolutely destroyed. Somebody needs to get fired for that. So hopefully that happens. Hopefully the GM just gets fucking fired. I don't care if you drafted Joe Burrow or not. You haven't addressed this offensive line. That's what got him fucking killed. But thirty five hundred, twelve and twenty four hundred, good for nineteenth, sixteenth, and nineteenth. The Bengals are twenty eighth in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses at nine points allowed. So really, I mean, when you look down at a straight up pay down option, Dallas is really uh, a you know viable option here. I do have some interest in Gio Bernard on the other side, but. and I'm going to include him, just because I want to take a look at his at at his touch totals, his snap shares. Um, even with some RJP Ryan there, he's still he, Bernard's still the main guy here, uh, facing a 32nd ranked rush defense, uh, 28th in points allowed to the running back position at 23.7 and 26.8. So fifty seven hundred, fifteen, and five thousand. Good for thirtieth, thirty six, and thirty third. Um, he might be a good viable pay down option, but to be honest with you, he'd probably be one of the first guys out. Um, we have, we do have a couple of wide receivers here that are viable. Um, in both T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. I don't think Boyd got suspended. No, Boyd didn't get suspended for last week's slap fest. So in Miami. So he's still viable. But I think T. Higgins is really, I mean, i got to be honest with you. I didn't think he was going to be able to do anything with Brandon Allen. Um, well, originally it was Ryan Finley, and then they went to Brandon Allen. He's, he's clicked with Brandon Allen, so i got to take a look at the actual quarterback position and see if they're starting Brandon Allen again or if they're going to use Ryan Finley. But T. Higgins, sixty four hundred nineteen and 4,800. Good for 28th, 27th, and 39th. Uh, 22nd uh, in DVOA versus wide receiver. One's 31st in points allowed to the wide receiver positions at 34.8 and 42.4. Uh, Tyler Boyd out of the slot. 6,700, 4,900 good for 21st, 33rd, and 36th. 32nd ranked DVOA versus wide receiver twos. Uh, Rashad Robinson would be filling in for Anthony Brown if Anthony Brown sits. Uh, Jordan Lewis is the uh, slot corner for the Dallas Cowboys. He's kind of a guy that we have liked to pick on. Uh, Jadobi Awuzie. Is on the COVID COVID list now. He would be the guy that would actually cover AJ Green. Uh, I'm double checking this too uh, through PFF. Uh, so Chadobi Awuzie will not be in there. I got to figure out who the other t- who the other uh, corner is. Not going to focus on uh, the defensive side of the ball uh, for Cincinnati. I think they're just going to be too overwhelmed. Uh, by the running game for the most part so I'll pass on the Bengals defense. Kansas City at Miami. Kansas City opened as a seven and a half point favorite. Forty five and a half was the over under. Kansas City is now a seven point favorite, so it dropped half a point. Uh and a fifty and a half is the over under here. Now where are we gonna go though, right? Um I think you can definitely look at Patrick Mahomes, although I think at this price point, uh, I am going to pass on it. So just kind of make a keynote on this because I'm not going to list him. I'm not going to put him in. Uh, but I, I would, uh, I would fully understand if you went with him. Eighty nine hundred forty and 8,100. Good for third, first, and first. Sixth rank pass defense for Miami. Uh, that's dropped four spots because of the, um, uh, Matchup with Bengals last week, and they are 7th in points allowed to the quarterback position at 17.2 and 18.6. This defense has been had at certain points, you know, not consistently, uh, but they've been able to get the job done here. Now, um, generally with Miami, you use running back. Uh, Clyde Edwards or Lair, 6,400, 22, 5,900, good for 19th, 15th, and 20th. Uh, 24th ranked. Uh, DVOA rush defense, 26 versus running backs in the passing game, but they're 11th in points allowed at 19.6 and 22. The only problem is they have not gotten Clyde edwards lair involved uh, very often here. Now you could say that maybe Kansas City gets on top big, and then the you know they utilize the running backs in there, but they haven't really been doing that, so I'm kind of passing it up. Uh, this week, and we'll revisit the Chiefs' pass uh, running game if I'm wrong, but uh, I don't think I'm wrong. I don't like what they're doing with that running game. Le'Veon Bell isn't even a great pivot because he doesn't really do much when he's on the field, so I'm uh, going to pass up on there. Now, there is one piece that I'm going to include out of here that I really, really like, and that's Tyreek Hill. 9,035 and 8,500, good for second, third, and second. 17th-ranked DVOA versus wide receiver one are the Miami Dolphins, 16th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 29.7 and 37.4. Out of the slot, he will face cornerback Nick Needham, uh, who I definitely like to attack. Um, Tyreek Hill missed out on two touchdowns last week. This is, I think... Him and I think Mahomes and him are going to hook up and try and get those two back. And that's why I think you're going to see a couple touchdowns on Mahomes, but I don't know if he can bring back, uh, recoup the value um, at his position. That's the only problem. But I do like Tyreek Hill. I I can see him going off again in this matchup, uh, even though it's not the greatest matchup on paper. But uh, it's the Chiefs offense. And a lot of people won't use, probably won't use Hill because they don't want to pay up for him. So I'll take a look there. I'm going to pass on Travis Kelsey this week. 8,200, 7,400. Good for first across the board. Um, He has a sizable advantage. He's got the advantage every week. So 13th in DVOA versus tight end, 5th uh, in points allowed to the tight end position at 7.8 and 9.9. Now, Kelsey can get over that. It's just whether or not I really want to pay it up for that position uh, and attack that matchup so to me I'm going to pass and just move on the only piece that I like out of this offense is again Miles Gaskins at the running back position uh, 6,019 and 5,600 good for 25th 24th and 24th Uh, we saw what Melvin Gordon did last week I did not include Melvin Gordon because I didn't I still was really unsure on whether or not Melvin Gordon or Philip Lindsay was going to be the guy, you know, even though Lindsay had been sucking a big bag you know of dicks this last couple of weeks so uh but Melvin Gordon's definitely the guy over there now again, uh so I do like Miles Gaskin, not only for his price point, uh it's up a little bit, but it's still relatively good. Uh, rush defense DV away 30th uh, versus running back and passing game 31st, 20th in points allowed at 21.2 and 24.3. Uh, so I do like that as kind of a mini pay down position. I mean, he's priced as basically a uh, running back two, uh, which is what he is. But uh, it's it's his backfield, man. It's, it's his backfield. Other than that, nothing else I really like because um, the only – Wide receiver worth worth having is Devonte Parker, but it's too much. Um, it's still it's still too much for Tua being at quarterback. Jesus Christ! Uh, Arizona at New York Giants. Arizona three point favorite still is a three point favorite. Forty five and a half over under still at forty five and a half over under. Can't gauge a real good read on this game. Although I will tell you this. And that's that I do like, I, st- I like Kenny on Drake. He's still cheap. Now, whether or not he's going to continue, he's going to get enough volume in this game, uh, that's kind of my question. Seasonal, I'd use him because uh, it's not a terrible matchup. Giants are 16th in rush defense DV away, 13th in Versus running backs in the passing game. 19th in points allowed to the position at 21.7 and 25.2. So if you're going to tell me that Arizona is going to be leading this game, I'd rather have Kenny on Drake than Chase Edmonds. Had a value in there, so uh, it's kind of the way that I'm going to go here. Uh, as far as the passing game goes, I'm passing a Kyler Murray. 17th, I will say this because... We've had I've had conversations about Kyler Murray versus Taysom Hill. Uh, 17th-ranked pass defense, but there are only six in points allowed to the quarterback position at 16.4 and 17.5. And the Giants have faced some pretty damn good quarterbacks, including Russell Wilson last week. So uh, I'm going to pass on Kyler Murray. I'm not going to look at his pass options either. Hawkins uh, against Bradbury, I just really don't have any interest. Uh, Christian Kirk. And Larry Fitzgerald is actually back, and Larry Fitzgerald is actually interesting because it's the 32nd ranked uh, DVOA defense versus the wide receiver plus, and he is pretty darn cheap. Uh, but he is coming—he is coming off the COVID list, so I kind of want to stay away from that. Tight ends, no—I'm not using fucking Dan Arnold. Get the fuck out of here. Um. Oh. oh. Uh-oh, I found a mistake. You'll see that Daniel Jones is actually, I have him listed as doubtful. He's actually just questionable. That's a, my bad on my part. I already printed, already printed it out, although I can change that on there. No, I want you to actually do what I ask you to do, computer, because thats that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, But I don't have any interest, really, in Daniel Jones. I think this is going to be kind of a plotted-out game. Um, I do like Wayne Gallman on the other side. Every once in a while, I still like to use running backs versus Arizona. Um, 6,022 and 5,700, good for 25th, 15th, and 23rd. Arizona is the 14th-ranked DVOA rush defense. Uh, 21st in points allowed to the wide receiver or the running back position in the passing game, and 21st in points allowed to the position at 20.9 and 23.1. Goldman still is not getting priced up, so I really kind of like him there. Um, The passing game, I don't know if I really want a piece of it. Golden Tate uh, wasn't that bad last week. It was just weird because, like, they completely went away from him. Uh, they were... they were, Cole McCoy was throwing it to him, you know, in the first quarter, and that's where he really got all of his points. And I'm like, why would you stop attacking at that point in that slot position? I didn't get it. It just messed it up. But uh, this would be more of... Um, I think more on Yahoo and DK. Uh the fifty one hundred price tag I don't really care much for on FanDuel even though he's sixty third over there. But uh he's bare minimum ten on Yahoo, so eighty first, tie for eighty first at wide receiver, and then thirty six hundred, so one hundred dollars above or no, six hundred dollars above minimum. Uh sixty fourth ranked uh tight end or Wide receiver due to price, uh, the Arizona Cardinals are 25th in DVOA versus wide receiver twos. He'd have be facing Byron Murphy, guy I don't mind attacking. Um, but uh, 19th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 31.5 and 40.4. It's not. It's this defense has kind of fallen apart um, due to entries and whatnot. So. Um, I don't hate attacking them, although I'm not gonna do it with the passing and probably do it with Wayne Gallman, to be honest with you. Minnesota at Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay opened as a six and a half point favorite, forty-five and a half over and under uh Tampa Bay still that six and a half point favorite but the total has jumped to fifty two and a half. I've been hearing a lot about the secondary you know being being you know not not itself um, not as you know not as good as what it was earlier in the in the season and kind of falling off a cliff uh they are coming back from a bye week you know a nil time bye week uh, i I would say but um I'm not gonna go with Kirk cousins this week. Uh, Seventy five hundred, twenty eight, and sixty two hundred. Good for tenth, fourteenth, and tenth. It's too high of a price, in my opinion. Although they will be passing it a lot more, um, due to the fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers rush defense is actually still, you know, still been stable. Right, third uh, in rush defense DVOA, second versus running backs in the passing game, second in points allowed to the position. So. It is all going to come off of Kirk Cousins. I just don't see using him in cash, in GPPs. Uh, I see... (sighs) Something's got to give, man. I mean, I I saw... I brought up, you know, Kirk Cousins, you know, had been pretty, pretty damn stable last week, right? But, I mean, it's been against pretty much mediocre teams, so... I really don't, um, he's been turnover prone too. That's the problem. He's been real turnover prone, especially on the road. So I just can't trust the quarterback. Now I can trust the wide receivers. Namely, the main one is going to be Justin Jefferson based on the fact that he's got the best matchup. Uh, But I do have some interest in Adam Thielen. Uh, but let's start with Justin Jefferson. Seventy eight hundred, twenty-seven, 27, and 7,400. Good for 9th, 10th, and 7th. Uh, the wide receiver to the Buccaneers are 24th in DVOA. He'd be facing Sean Murphy Bunting, uh, who he has an advantage of. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 23rd in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 32.8 and 41.9. Uh, Adam Thielen, 7,700, 30th, or 30th, thirty and 7,000. Good for 10th, 6th, and 11th. So the prices have really kind of flipped. Justin Jefferson is more expensive than Adam Thielen. Thielen also has uh, the number five DVOA uh, versus wide receiver one defense. Uh, He'd be facing Carlton Davis. He does have an advantage there. It, It wouldn't be out of the realm of possibilities to consider it a contrarian play pivot off at Justin Jefferson. I think Justin Jefferson will be pretty popular, but um, yeah, for my money, it'd probably be just, it, it would definitely be Justin Jefferson before I do Adam Thielen. Tight ends have an advantage too versus Tampa Bay. Uh, 24th, the DVOA versus tight ends 21st and points allowed to the position at 10.7 and 13.4. Uh, Kyle Rudolph is actually doubtful. Irv Smith is questionable. Um, I will consider Irv Smith, but I'm going to pay attention to whether or not he's going to be playing or not. If he is not playing, I'm not buying anybody here. Not at all. And because more than likely you're looking at, like, say, C.J. Ham. Uh, is being more viable than say the tight end position because Cousins, you know, is historically liked throwing CJ Ham, but I'm not going to put CJ Ham in there because I'm not going to waste a running back spot on CJ Ham. Um, we got to go to the Tampa side. Come on, we got to go to Tampa side. All right, we got Tom Brady on the other side at 7,800, 33 and 6,900. Fucking expensive, too. 8th, 7th, and 6th. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings are actually ninth in pass defense DVOA. They're 14th in points allowed to the quarterback position, though, at 18.9 and 20.2. Now, they were about 17, 19, and 19 the previous three weeks uh, until they had Mike Lennon come in. So, would I look at Tom Brady in this spot? I don't like Tom Brady. (laughs) Um, He most certainly could get the job done here, but I'm just not interested in him. Uh, Ronald Jones, I've been hearing some chatter on uh, the... Vikings are 17th in rush defense. DVOA, fourth versus running backs in the passing game, 15th in points allowed to the position at 20.4 and 23.9. So the question really is can he get up to that 20 points? And I, I mean, I guess he can do it, but you're probably going to see the Tampa's offense get it done through the passing game first and then try to run this away. Um,. So, but I really just don't have—I don't think that much interest in it. Sixty-three hundred, twenty-one, and sixty-one hundred, good for twentieth, seventeenth, and eighteenth. I guess, I guess the pricing is not too bad, and I'll include him in here because I want to take a look at something with him, but. Uh, Honestly, I'm thinking that there's probably a lot of other options that I'd rather use than Ronald Jones. If I'm going to be completely honest, and that might kill me in say a GPP, but it won't kill me in cash. So, I really don't give a shit. Um, as far as the as far as the wide receivers are concerned, I do have some interest. Hmm. I might have to look back at Tom Brady again, um, because I have an interest in two wide receivers, and that's Mike he- the original two, right? Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Uh, Mike Evans seventy three hundred thirty and sixty six hundred, good for thirteenth, sixth, and fourteenth. Don't like the price on Yahoo at all, but the Vikings are twenty eighth in DVOA versus the wide receiver one would be covered by Cameron Dansler. the 30th in points allowed to the wide receiver position, 35.5 and 43.5 on FD and DK respectively. Ugh, pardon me. Now you'll see uh, the fifth-ranked DVOA versus wide receiver twos, but that gets more considered for the outside receiver. Chris Godwin would be the inside guy. Uh, sixty four hundred twenty seven and sixty three hundred good for twelfth, tenth, and eighteenth. So, like the DK price, a lot better on these wide receivers. Uh, you could beat the Vikings in the slot. That's where they'd have Jeff Gladney or Chris Boyd rotate in there. So, definitely is a consideration for me here. Now, Chris Godwin, though, even though he doesn't have the injury designation, he just got the pins removed from his finger. Uh, that he broke. So um definitely looking there. Tampa Bay defense Minnesota twenty fifth in points allowed to the opposing team's defenses. Seven point seven five. Ugh. Ugh I'm gonna have to take a look at this though. Some interest. Man, I like a lot more of this game the more I look at it. Now I see what everybody's looking at. But I think I'm only going to pick like one or two pieces out of it. One from the Viking side and then one from the uh, Tampa side, I think. I don't think that game goes as high as what everybody thinks it does. Well, what did I say, 45 and a half? I guess that's not too bad. Not too bad. All right, moving on. Denver at Carolina. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Oh, my God. I've been doing this for 45 minutes. Fuck that. Uh, Carolina opened as a four-point favorite. They're now at 3.5. Uh, 45.5 is the to- still the total here. Uh, most of the COVID players on Carolina are back for this game outside of DJ Moore, so... Uh, I'm not too worried about anything on either side, really. Uh, Drew Lock, no, we're not going to use we're not going to use him. Uh, but I will take a look at I will take a look at Melvin Gordon. Uh, actually, looked pretty damn good against Kansas City last week. I got to admit, uh, Carolina 20th in DVOA rush defense, and then they're 29th in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game. 25th in points allowed to the running back position. So definitely, definitely consider him there. I don't think a lot of people are considering him. uh, Too scared. He's 6,100, 21, and 5,200. Good for 22nd, 17th, and 29th. So really, there's a nice little tier of running backs in that mid-range this week. So definitely like him there. Oh, man. As far as the wide receivers go, um, I know there's some talk about Tim Patrick here against Rasul Douglas. Carolina is actually ninth in DVOA versus wide receiver twos, um, but for kind of the price that you're paying for a guy like Tim Patrick, I don't hate it. Um... Let's see here, 5,400, 15, and 4,200, good for 49th, 47th, and 49th. Uh, so definitely good good value there. I'm not going to look at K.J. Hamler. Um, can make a case, though, and maybe a better case uh, for Noah Fant. 5,500, 14, 14, and 4,100. Good for 11th, 15th, and 10th. Uh, 16th-ranked DVOA defense versus tight ends for Carolina. 22nd in points allowed to the position, which means they give up touchdowns every once in a while. 11.1 on FanDuel, 14.2 on DK. So no Fant is going in. Carolina side, we are not getting Christian McCaffrey back this week which really sucks, uh, which means we're going to get more Mike Davis. We have been seeing that the Denver defense has been starting to kind of uh, get dinged up and allow points to the running back position, uh, especially in rushing, where they went, let's see, 8th, 14th, 13th, 17th, 16th, 20th, or, uh, 19th, and 22nd uh, versus the running back in the passing game, though they're, Fifth in DVOA, 17th in points allowed to the position at 20.5 on FanDuel, 23.9 on DK. So kind of like this. Kind of like it. Now, pardon me, no D.J. Moore, which means Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel are going to be your top two guys here. Um... Curtis Samuel, I think, is actually going to face Oja not Duke Dawson. Uh, Robbie Anderson will be facing, f- uh, what, fourth ranked DVOA versus wide receiver ones. Uh, Samuel will be 15th ranked DVOA versus wide receiver twos. The Broncos are tw- uh, eighth and points allowed to the position, so 28 on FanDuel, 35 on DK. I kinda like the the savings on Curtis Samuel over Robbie Anderson to be completely honest. Although with no DJ Moore, that would really kind of bump up target share for Robbie Anderson. So it's definitely a consideration here, but I think you're gonna be able to get some rushing as well as receiving. Out of Curtis Samuel, so I'm going to consider him there. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of tight end talk about Ian Thomas. Pardon me, but uh, no, we don't play fucking Ian Thomas. We don't play. We don't play Carolina tight ends. Fuck that. Good lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, now here we get to the big one: Tennessee at Jacksonville. Tennessee opened as a 9.5 point favorite. 53.5 is the over and under. For some reason, Tennessee is now a 7.5 point favorite. Totals dropped to 52. I expect that total to actually drop down a little bit more. A um, lot of good matchups here, though. Uh, but the number one target, of course, is one, Derrick Henry. 9,600, 37, and 8,700. Good for third second and third highest price running backs. Um if you would have told me that coming into the week that <laughs> I I mean that he's gonna be that cheap, you know, versus the other two. And I wanna say that who are the other two? Um definitely Delvin Cook. I can't remember who the other top price running back was though. Oh, Christian McCaffrey. So he's gonna end up being, yeah, he's gonna end up being second across the board. But um, still, probably should have been priced over Christian McCaffrey. Um, now the thing of it is, is do we need Derrick Henry? Jacksonville's twenty third in rush defense, DVOA fourteenth. Uh, in DVOA versus running backs in a passing game, but 27th and points allowed to the position, 25 and 29.1 on DK. Doesn't catch a lot. He does not catch many passes, maybe one a game. So it kind of has me off a little bit on him. Um, but uh, outside of that, I mean, if you're just going for pure points, would we have enough value at running back? That's kind of why I've been... Grabbing a lot of these value plays now. If Tony Pollard gets pops in there, I guarantee you, here's what it's going to be: it's going to be Tony Pollard, uh, Miles Gaskin, and Derrick Henry. Those will be the those will be like the three running backs that people will use in there. So, um, but the passing game can get it done too, um, and that's going to be kind of the question uh, whether or not we go. With- you want the running game or you want the passing game now to me i would probably say i'd just go with derrick henry and just be done with it um as far as the Titans' side on offense should actually be able to overpower this uh jacksonville defense um And I know the matchups look good for most of the other wide receivers, too, you know, with A.J. Brown. Corey Davis not the greatest with the wide receiver 2 DVOA at 7th, but he is facing cornerback Greg Maben, who is questionable. Um, So, man, Corey Davis looks really nice. This game is not going to shoot out. This is not going to be a a fucking 50-point game. No, it's not going to be a 50-point game. I know Tennessee's defense sucks, but Christ. I mean, it could stay close for a while. That's why I don't mind James Robinson. Uh, Gets all the volume and everything. Uh, Missed out that Chris Thompson was actually on IR. That was my bad. But uh, 8,029 and 7,500 good for 5th, 6th, and 5th. 15th-ranked DVOA rush defense. Uh, 23rd in uh, DVOA versus running backs in the passing game. 26 in points allowed to the position. Really only has to get 24 points to exceed value. Um, I don't hate him. I don't, but they're going to be throwing. Now, I'm going to go back and look at last two weeks for the uh, target totals and see if he's actually viable or not. I mean, if this game plods on, like I said, I don't think it's going to. Tennessee's winning this game. I mean, they've got a little re- mini-revenge game because they lost this... They, or no, they beat they beat Jacksonville. But they... Uh, they fucking... Uh, they didn't win by much. Tyler Eifert, I'm not into O'Shaughnessy's there, so... Eh, yeah, we'll move on. We'll just move on. Pass offense for Tennessee looks really good, though, as far as DVOA and all that, so... Take a look at that when you get the spreadsheet. uh, Late afternoon games, Indianapolis at Las Vegas. Uh, uh, Indianapolis opened as a a 2.5 point favorite. 52 is the over-under currently. Indianapolis is a minus 3. Total drop to 51.5. We saw with the Jets, uh, you can pretty much do what you want with the Raiders' defense. Uh, First guy that I will look at though is going to be running back Jonathan Taylor. Uh, He's finally looks like he's kind of established himself. This is kind of this is another guy like that. I'm like, okay, I'd probably use him before I'd use uh, James Robinson just for the price. Uh, But seven thousand twenty four and fifty eight hundred good for thirteenth, twelfth, and twenty second. Uh, Raiders are 31st in rush defense TV away, 20th versus running backs in the passing game, 29th in points allowed to the position at 25.3 and 28.6. Now, pardon, I will say that I do think Naeem Hines is viable, but if it was me, if Indianapolis is going to run all over this, I would think that Johnson Taylor would have a smash-out game here. Um, So that's what I'm going to kind of look at. Doing is just utilizing the running game. Now, T.Y. Hilton, though, uh, is still priced really fucking incredibly well for how well he's been doing the last two weeks. Um, Faces Trayvon Mullen. The Raiders are 21st in DVOA versus the wide receiver, too. So as much as I'm probably not looking at, say, Phillip Rivers right in this matchup, uh, I will take a look at T.Y. Hilton. I think this is a really good matchup. Um uh here we go six thousand sixteen and fifty one hundred good for thirty-second, thirty-ninth, and thirty-second priced wide receiver against the Raiders. Like I think even if you use Jonathan Taylor, like let's say I have Jonathan Taylor in cash, which you probably will end up in there, right? I don't hate the idea of putting T.Y. Hilton in there because just the savings alone is just phenomenal, and he's in a phenomenal spot. And if they're going to beat the Raiders, they're going to need to get up anyway, so Johnson Taylor's not going to get everything. With the way that T.Y. Hilton has come up the last two weeks, I think it's viable. I do. I really do. Uh, Vegas Raiders side, I'm not. Look, I'm not going to... Trust Derek Carr in this spot. Um, I think Indy just kills him, to be completely honest with you. Uh, Josh Jacobs, no, thank you. You want to go Devontae Booker if he doesn't play? Sure, we can do that. <laughs> oh, man. I do think that there's a couple of viable options at the wide receiver spots, and that's both Nelson Aguilar and Hunter Redfro. Um, I'll do... Aguilar first here, 5,200, and 4,700. Good for 60th, 47th, and 41st. Hunter Renfro, fifty-three hundred, twelve 12, and 4,000. Good for 55, 69, and 53. So Raiders are going to have to throw in this game. Agalor would be facing Rakyasin who we like to attack, and Hunter Renfro would have Kenny, Kenny Moore in the slot. Uh, versus wide receiver twos, Indianapolis is actually third in DVOA, uh, which would be Aguilar. Wide receiver plus would be twenty uh, fourth in the league, and that'd be versus, uh, or that'd be for uh, Hunter Renfro. So Renfro is probably the actually the better play um, out of the slot, to be completely honest. But uh, you, I'm gonna have to select one or the other probably because. Indianapolis is 12th in, de- in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 27.9 and 35.2. Um, it's probably going to be more of a spread-out game, but you, if we're touchdown hunting, it's probably Hunter Renfro. Uh, I'm staying away from Darren Waller. I think there's going to be way too much attention uh, to that. Um, but actually, when I look at this, I completely forgot that maybe we should look at the Indianapolis Colts defense. Um definitely see if they have any injuries going on here. Why did you freeze up? Let's go. I want to get to my defense. Uh oof. Forty eight hundred, eighteen, and thirty two hundred. That's good for third, third, and fourth. Raiders are fourteenth in points allowed to the Opposing team's defense at 5.33. Oh dear. I don't think I'm going to use any defense. now we'll just pass on that. New York Jets at Seattle. Seattle <laughs> opened as a minus 15 favorite. 47 was the over under. Uh, Seattle is now a 14 point favorite at a 47.5 over under. So. Uh, as far as the jet side is concerned, it's going to be throwing here. I know there's a lot of talk about Ty Johnson, uh, being involved here, but I don't know how much usage he's going to get. Cause I think Seattle just absolutely crushes them here. Um, I do have some love for Rashad Perriman at wide receiver. Um, I do still like, I do still like Jamison Crowder uh, but he is questionable he's got a leg issue going on Uh, Perriman's pretty much the only healthy wide receiver so this is going to be real popular if uh, Crowder is out because Denzel Mims is already out for them so that's a personal issue back home so, Brashad Perriman, 5,800, 16, and 3,900. Good for 36 39th, and 55th. So, really good price over on DK. Uh, the Seahawks are 24th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1, uh, which is what he is, you know, 32nd in points allowed to the position. Uh, we already know that it's Seattle. Now, another guy that I'll take a look at, uh, in case Jamison Crowder sits... I actually kind of like Jamison Crowder too, even a uh, because uh, he'd be facing Ugo Amadi uh, the slot. Sixty-six um, hundred, nineteen and fifty-four hundred, twenty-third, twenty-seventh, twenty-seventh. Now the Seahawks are fourteenth in DVOA versus wide receiver two, so I'm not really focusing on that. Uh, if Crowder doesn't play, I would look at Braxton Barrios. Uh, 4,800, 10, and 3,000. Good for 85th, 81st, and 84th. Uh, I think you can use. If you watched it last week, Braxton Berrios was actually still involved last week, um, even with Crowder there. So. I don't mind taking a shot there. uh, Because if. You should have Jeff Smith opposite of. I kind of like that spot, too, against Shaquille Griffin. He's 4,500, 10, and 3,000, so he's not too bad either, but I don't know if I trust that. Just kind of pay attention to it. Versus wide receiver plus the uh, Seattle Seahawks are 26 in DVOA there. So, don't hate it. Don't hate it at all. Uh, now i got to wait for this freeze-out to stop. Okay. Seattle side, definitely looking at Russell Wilson. Uh, he is very highly priced, but we do know this matchup. 32nd ranked pass defense DVOA. Uh, 30th versus points or in points allowed to the quarterback position. So nine thousand thirty nine and seventy nine hundred second across the board. So he's rather expensive. Um, might be a little bit too expensive for us. Holy shit! I don't have that many quarterbacks written down. That's funny. Maybe I will include Tom Brady in there. I don't know. Let's take a look at it. Um. So I may not use. Well, actually, if if you get a Seattle stack in there, um. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are both actually in play here. Um, Metcalf faces the 30th ranked DVOA versus wide receiver ones, and that'd be corner Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lockett would be facing the 28th ranked uh, defense versus wide receiver twos. (laughs) And facing Arthur Mollett, uh, the Jets are 24th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. So both guys are actually really, really in play. I wish they'd pick a tight end that they really like. Disley was the guy, I think, this last week uh, because they're 22nd in DVOA versus tight end and 32nd. Uh, in points allowed to the tight end position, 14.6 and 17.7. Of course, that's more or less because of what happened last week with Waller, but, uh, DK Metcalf, 8,600, 36, 8,400, good for third, second, and third, Tyler Lockett, 7,900, 27, and 7,200, good for eighth, 10th, and ninth, um, both are in really, really good positions, so, but Tyler Lockett's so hit or miss, um, DK Metcalf becomes a better cash play, Tyler Lockett would be more of the GPP play, although you could stack it completely up. Now you couldn't you can look at Chris Carson here, um, but I'm just I'm not he'll be questionable on, on the on the list, but I believe he came off. Uh seventy seven hundred, twenty six and sixty nine hundred good for seventh, seventh, and eighth. Uh, I don't care much for attacking the Jets on the ground. Seventh ranked rush defense DVOA, six versus running back in the passing game. Only twelfth in points allowed to the position at twenty point six and twenty-four point three. Uh, his price would need to come down a little bit more here if I was to trust it. Now uh, as far as the payup defense, this is probably it for Seattle. Um five thousand sixteen and three thousand. So good for first, six, and six across the board. Jets 30th in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses. Uh, So it's a pretty good, safe defense. Uh, They've been better with uh, defensive end uh, Carlos Dunlop here, who's been playing. So uh, definitely, definitely something to consider there. Green Bay at Detroit. Green Bay opened a seven-point a seven favorite, 45.5. What's the over-under. Currently, Green Bay is a seven-and-a-half. Uh, point favorite, 55 is the over-under. Now, the big question here is what are we going to do? Are we going Aaron Rodgers or are we going Aaron Jones? Well, I'm going to include both. Okay. Rodgers is actually priced still pretty decently on uh, DK. In on Yahoo, on FanDuel, it's probably more of a fade because he's the highest-priced quarterback at $9,100. Um, but, you know, Detroit, 29th in pass defense DVOA, 22nd in points allowed to the quarterback position at 20 and 21.1. We know that Aaron Rodgers is more of a man on a mission. Now, this is probably more of a GPP play. Uh, if you go to the passing game, because I am actually looking at Aaron Jones. Who is priced up, Of course for this matchup. Uh, finally got job done really this last week, which was nice to see. Late touchdown, long touchdown in that one. Eighty seven hundred thirty three and seventy six hundred, good for fourth, fourth, and fourth. Uh, but he's considerably cheaper than Derrick Henry, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see here. Yeah, so he's nine hundred dollars less than Henry, four dollars less than Henry on Yahoo, and nine hundred dollars. Ooh, no, eleven hundred dollars less on DK. So Aaron Jones might be our guy that we're going to end up using. Might move Derrick Henry more to GPP. Just for the fact that you don't want to use too much, you know, have to use too much value value at the other positions. But uh, I mean, we saw what David Montgomery did last week. I I don't know, you know, you get a shit running back that does something, you want to use the the really good running back, right? So twenty eighth in rush defense, uh, DVOA thirty second versus running backs in the passing game, thirty second in points allowed to the position at thirty point two and thirty three point three. Uh, can you use Jamal Williams? Seasonal, you can. I mean, if you're hurting really fucking bad at, at running back, I mean, you could take a shot. Um, in GPPs, I think you can. I got to take a look at the snap totals and everything on there. Uh, see how much he's been taking away, but it really has been a lot of Aaron Jones lately. Uh, from what I've been seeing, uh, uh, Jamal Williams has kind of faded a little bit, but not like, not like egregiously. Like fell off a cliff, faded. Um, it's just it's it's getting to be about Aaron Jones' time uh, for late in the year. So, um, but I'll take a look at that. Maybe I'll consider it for GPPs. Uh, definitely Devontae Adams. I mean, what do you what do you want? Um, he's just getting the job done each and every week. Uh, just on a touchdown, a nice little touchdown tear right now, too. So, um, but I like, I do like him. I do like Lazard. Uh, we'll go through Adams first here. Uh, highest price wide receiver, of course, across the board, 9,600, 39, and 9,300. Uh, 25th ranked DVOA versus wide receiver ones. Here's the th- Okay, so the, uh, Detroit Lions are twenty fifth in points allowed to the position, thirty three point four and forty one point eight. Who's the corner that's covering him this week? It's a guy who can never really get his name a hundred percent correctly. I can't say it all in one shot. I kind of stop. Amani Aru Waware. <laughs> <laughs> Amani uh, Aru-Rubare <laughs> love that dude's name oh, I'm going to get the jersey I'm just going to get the jersey We like atta- attacking aru Rabare <laughs> Every fucking week So <laughs> <coughs> So expect Adams to get it done again This week He's cash viable But if you're using Aaron Jones You can't use him of course um, Alan Lazard has been getting targeted lately, uh, pretty frequently. Uh, so he's definitely the wide receiver two here. Uh, Fifty eight hundred sixteen and five thousand, good for thirty six, thirty ninth, <laughs> and thirty third. Uh, Twenty six rank DVOA versus wide receiver twos, uh, and we'll have Justin Coleman on him. Coleman, not not as fun, not as fun of a name to uh, pick on. Not like Aru <laughs> <laughs> um, Packers defense has kind of been coming along lately uh, Yahoo They're actually really good price at $13 So $3 above minimum uh, A little bit too high though uh, For me even with the, the Detroit being 21st And points allowed to the Pulsing team's defenses I'm just going to probably skip it Matthew Stafford I have no interest in now there has been talk about Adrian Peterson uh, using him, uh, but I think we're getting Swift back. And if there's anybody that I would use against this Packers defense, it would be DeAndre Swift. Now I don't have to use him. You don't have to use him in cash. I'd probably say this is probably more GPP uh, with him coming off of uh, injury. Um and then he was having you know, they said it was illness, not concussions symbol uh symptoms that was keeping him out, but uh so you'd have Peterson fifty nine hundred, seventeen and five thousand good for twenty seventh, thirtieth, and thirty third. Uh DeAndre Swift at sixty nine hundred, twenty one and sixty five hundred good for fourteenth, seventeenth, and eleventh. So Packers 25th in rush defense, DVOA, 27th versus running backs in the passing game, and they're still 30th in points allowed to the position at 26 and 30.2. If DeAndre Swift plays, I'm going to be hard-pressed to not have him in GPP. Um, whether or not I can use him in cash would be really kind of the question. The price might be a little bit too high except for maybe on Yahoo – I might consider him over a couple other running backs uh, just to kind of take the shot on him. Apparently, he's looked good all week. So um, he may be cash viable, to be completely honest. It's just whether or not you want to pay up for it. Um, and with the risk, that's really kind of the question. Uh, as far as the wide receivers on the other side... You'll have Alexander probably covering Marvin Jones, kind of like, oop, kind of like Amendola on the other side, and I mean, I mean, really, you could take a look at Quintez Cephas again in this game. Uh, No Kenny Galladay again. Uh, Danny Amendola would be probably the better play. Um, just because the slot is a lot better a place to attack than it is on the outsides. Uh, but Amendola, fifty-two hundred ten 10, and 4,000. Good for 60, 60th, 81st, and 53rd. Quintess Cephas, 5,000, and 3,200. Good for 68th, 76th, and 78th. So, really, Amandola would be the better play on FanDuel and Yahoo. And then Cephas would be the way better play because he'd be saving like $800 on, even if it's a poor matchup against Kevin King, um, it's the opportunity that he'd have. They should be playing from behind. Um, I'd probably take that savings over there. So, that one will be noted. That will be neutered. Come on, we got a couple games left to go through here. Oh, this thing is running fucking long. Good to God. Uh, New Orleans at Philadelphia. Six and a half point favorite was New Orleans. Forty five and a half was the over under. New Orleans, seven point favorite. Forty three is the over under. Uh, Taysom Hill again is going to start. He's up to ninth, eleventh, and ninth at seventy seven hundred, thirty, and sixty six hundred. Uh, versus 24th rake pass defense 12th and points allowed to the running or uh, quarterback position uh no real interest there I don't have any interest really I kind of like Kamara. I I have to be honest I kind of like Kamara in this matchup um I kind of like Kamara I kind of like Michael Thomas Kamara's probably going to be more of a contrarian play. Seventy-eight hundred thirty-three and 7,100 for six fourth and six. I did like what I saw last week, um, and I'm talking about Aaron Jones, which makes me think that Kamara can do even better um, and maybe do it earlier in the game so it doesn't scare the shit out of everybody. But t- 12th and rush defense DVOA, we know that. Uh, 28th versus running backs in the passing game. Kamara hasn't been getting too involved in that, which really kind of sucks. But they're 14th in debu- and, and points allowed to the position at 19.4 and 21.8. So I'm going to take a look here at how they've been getting that done. But I do like Michael Thomas against Darius Slay. Slay's just not playing well at all. He's This is going to be the third high-end wide receiver that he's going to face in three weeks. And as much as I'm not going to include Taysom Hill... Because of his, you know, the cost, I will take a look at Michael Thomas seventy three hundred thirty and seventy one hundred for 6th, and tenth. Uh, so price is still too low. Uh, <clears throat> Eagles are twenty six versus uh, DVOA versus wide receiver ones. Fifteenth uh, of points allowed to the position twenty nine point six and thirty seven point two. So Michael Thomas is actually probably the better play because uh, we've been seeing it get seeing it get done. Uh, with Taysom Hill. Uh, as far as the tight ends are concerned, I mean, you could punt again here. God, there's just not much going on here, is there? Uh, could take a look at Adam Troutman, forty-three hundred, ten, 10, and 2,500. That's a pure punt. Eagles 28th in DVOA versus the tight end, uh, 23rd in points allowed to the position. And eleven point two on FanDuel and 14.2 on DK. So definitely, definitely involved here. And there's just not a lot of tight ends I like this week. Good lord. So that's pretty much it on that side. As far as the Eagle side is concerned, I'm I'm not touching a fucking thing, I don't think. Outside of maybe maybe Greg Ward. And, honestly, that's probably what I'm looking at here. Um, Had a decent rapport with Hertz. Got the touchdown. Uh, 5,011 and 3,100. Good for 68, 76, and 82nd. Uh, Saints are 21st in DVOA versus uh, the wide receiver plus. 17th in points allowed to the position as a whole, 29.3 and 36. Would be facing Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. It's not the greatest matchup on there, but I would take a shot considering the fact that they have, they're have they going to have to throw anyways. But uh, good price. It is what it is. No, I would not use Miles Sanders if he didn't have to. Oh, my God. How many fucking more games do I got? Okay, Atlanta at, Char- at L.A., chargers uh open as a pick i'm 49 and a half atlanta's now a two-point favorite at 49 and a half so uh we'll take a look here matt ryan 7300 29 and 5700 good for 11th 12th and 15th so his prices come way the fuck down and i get it <clears throat> and i get it uh but 20th ranked pass defense for the Chargers, and they are 27th points allowed to the position. at 21 on FanDuel, 22 on DK. I will consider Matt Ryan here. Um, we are not getting um, Julio Jones this week. So that's going to take away a bit here. There's a lot of people... There's a lot of people on Todd Gurley, and I don't like this play at all. This is going to be probably my first out. Uh, Chargers 29th in rush defense DVOA, 12th versus running backs in the passing game. 18th in points allowed to the position at 21.4 and 25.1. Todd Gurley is now 6,100, 24, and 4,800. Good for 22nd, 12th, and 38th. So this is going to be more of a DK play. Uh, if it goes in because of the pricing on there, he can definitely 3X over there, uh, get a couple of touchdowns, you know, cheap touchdowns, whatnot. So um, definitely considering him. Uh, you know, Julio Jones usually means better, more targets for Calvin Ridley. Uh, Olamide Achesis went on IR, so I think we're going to get, be able to uh, get some more targets for Russell Gage as well. Uh, so I'm going to include both now. Calvin Ridley, 8,100, 27, 7,500, good for 6th, 10th, and 6th. Russell Gage, 5,500, 14, and 4,500, good for 44th, 54th, and 46th. Um, With the no Julio that moves... The DVOA of the wide receiver one to Calvin Ridley. That is eighth on the board, but that he still should face uh, Michael Davis, who he has more of an advantage of. Uh, but the Chargers are ninth in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 27 and 32.9. Uh, versus wide receiver two, Russell Gage is would face the 30th ranked uh, DVOA defense and Chris Harris in the slot. And he actually has an advantage on Chris Harris, which is fucking amazing. So, um, those two would be the most viable. Now, originally it would have been thirtieth in DVOA versus uh, versus uh, uh, Ridley, and then seventeenth versus Russell Gage. But because you get the bump, that's what it is. So, I still think Ridley's a really, really good play this week. Hayden Hurst is actually a really good spot as well. Hasn't been doing much lately, but it could be more of a viable, like, GPP option. Uh, Chargers 27th at DVOA versus tight ends. 24th in points allowed to the position at 11 and 13.1. Now, that has gone down in the last couple of weeks. It was up to a high of 29th uh, four weeks ago, but it has been coming down, so maybe I'm just going to end up passing on this, but um, I think it's a viable option for the slot. You know, for Russell Gage, I think that actually builds him up a little bit too. Um, do I trust Atlanta's defense versus Chargers? No, I expect this game to kind of shoot out. Um, and I'll tell you what, I kind of really like the price discount that we're getting on Justin Herbert now on the other side for the Chargers 8,300, and 6,800. Good for fourth, third, and seventh. Uh, Atlanta, 19th-ranked DVOA pass defense, but they're po- thirty still 32nd in points allowed to the quarterback position. Uh, so I think Herbert is definitely in play here. I know a lot of people out there in the industry would probably go, well, it's a bit of a risk for cash. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I like Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert would be just fine. Uh, running backs, mm, Saw what we we saw what happened with uh, Alvin Kamara last week. He got the job done against his defense, but there's just too much going on back there. Uh, Justin Jackson is actually back off of IR this week, so I don't really care much for that. Um, wide receivers, wide receivers. Uh, Both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are in play this week. Imagine that. Uh, Keenan Allen facing the 27th ranked uh, DVOA versus wide receiver ones. Uh, Mike Williams facing the 22nd ranked DVOA defense versus wide receiver twos. Uh, Atlanta still 29th in points allowed to the Wide receiver position. Keenan Allen, 8,500, 30, and 7,700. Good for fourth, sixth, and fourth. It's not a bad price on him. Uh, Mike Williams, 6,100, 19th, and 4,700. Good for 31st, 27th, and 41st. So even better price there. Hunter Henry is actually in play. We like tight ends versus the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, This is actually probably the cash. The cash, the highest uh, price cash option at tight end this week, uh, fifty six hundred twenty and forty four hundred ninth, fourth, and seventh, very good pricing. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, thirtieth. Uh, uh, Atlanta's thirtieth in DVOA versus tight end twenty eighth in points allowed to the position. So, Hunter Henry probably gets my call over keenan allen but i don't hate keenan allen either so um as far as cash games though, are concerned if you want to pay up a tight end uh, henry would be the guy that's where your touchdown is going to come from okay last late sunday afternoon game washington at san francisco san francisco opened his four and a half point favorite 43 and a half was the over under currently san francisco three point favorite 43 and a half is the over under uh, don't care much for the don't care much for anything out of this game really although although you can make the case uh j d mckissick um, you can make the case here if the if washington's gonna be playing from behind let's just go with the vegas line if Washington's gonna be playing from behind. Um, that puts McKissick definitely in play because he's going to be getting a ton of uh, receptions, right? So, um, especially on DK, that's kind of what we like. Uh, Eighth-ranked defense, uh, rush defense, 16th versus running backs in the passing game, seventh overall in points allowed to the running back position at 17.6 and 20.1. Now, the only guy that he's really got to worry about is Peyton Barber. Uh, Bryce Love will come off the spreadsheet for next week uh he's doing season ending ir so uh right now it's just mckissick and barber you'll have antonio gibson back next week i guess with the turf toe um but yeah mckissick 5300 4900 good for 41st 40th and 35th that's a heck of a price for a starting running back um even against san francisco san francisco hasn't been all that great um. so definitely if Washington gets behind in this game I think you can definitely consider him there uh, Washington football team defense I actually don't hate San Francisco is 21st in points allowed to opposing teams defenses at 7.17 Washington is actually priced pretty damn well at 3,916 and 2,800 good for 12th, 6th and 10th so I don't really hate it right now. Don't hate it. So we're going inclu- we're just we're just gonna include them for right now. Boy, oh boy, is this a big list. Got a lot of shit to go through. Um, San Francisco side. I Don't care much for the quarterbacks. I'm not getting into the the whole running back bullshit in there. Um the guy that I'm really looking at is not Debo Samuel uh but Brandon Iuk. Uh sixty seven hundred, fourteen and fifty four hundred. Good for twenty first, fifty fourth, and twenty seventh. So m- if anything, at the end of the day I will probably include him in um I'll include him in the sheet just for at least Yahoo uh, if you want to attack here. 23rd in DVOA versus wide receiver 2 uh, would have Kendall Fuller. Now, the matchup's not going to look great, you know, with points allowed or whatnot. But, um, but I mean, six thousand seven hundred, fourteen and 5,400. 21st, 54th, and 27th. Ridiculous. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It's a great, it's a great, great price. The defense I'm not really gonna focus on because I mean Washington's really not been turning the ball over. They've been pretty good with it. So I'm gonna pass on San Francisco's defense. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's gonna be a close game. It's gonna be a real close game. Uh Sunday night football game. You got Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Pittsburgh opened as a two and a half point favorite, forty seven and a half over under. Uh, Buffalo is now the favorite at two points. Uh, 48 is the Uh, over-under. Can you consider these quarterbacks? Yees. Yees. I think we can. Ben Roethlisberger, definitely. Buffalo pass defense is 14th. In DVOA, but 26 in points allowed to the position. We do know that uh, Pittsburgh has been throwing the shit out of it, but um, Ben's been kind of playing like shit. But they do get James Conner back. Uh, he's actually not priced too bad. Now I don't know if I'm gonna trust him coming off COVID, though. That's kind of the that's kind of the real question here. Uh, he's twenty dollars on Yahoo. Good for twentieth uh, priced running back. Um, so it's not bad. It's not a bad price. It's just whether or not I'm going to trust him coming off, you know, COVID. We know every once in a while the players uh, don't play all that great <coughs> coming off of it. Eighteenth uh, ranked uh, DVOA rush defense, seventh versus running backs in the pass game, twenty fourth. In points allowed to the running back position at twenty one point seven to twenty five point one, so do kind of like them there. Uh, looks like De- Deontay Johnson is actually going to not be covered by Tre'Davious White. Uh, gonna check on that, but really good price on him over there. I would probably use him uh, on Yahoo in your cash game. He's twenty. He's twenty dollars. On Yahoo, good for the 25th priced wide receiver. Uh, so definitely I would get myself a piece there. If playing on Yahoo, it's a really good price. It's going to open up a lot of value elsewhere, too. Uh, 14th rank DVOA versus wide receiver ones. Usually that's the guy that Tredavious White's covering. Um, so you'd be good there. Uh, 11th in points allowed to the position 28.5 and 36. Uh, tight ends are very good, they have been very good against uh, the Buffalo Bills. So that puts Eric Ebron, $18. He's 6th priced overall, probably like him best over there. Uh, 19th in DVOA versus tight ends, 27th in points allowed to the position. He is, yeah, th- this I would use him over probably Hunter Henry on Yahoo uh, just because you do get the $2 savings on there, which might help you out trying to get anybody else that you really, really like. So now we look at the other side here. And uh, I think you could consider Josh Allen. Uh, They've had some issues at the linebacker position. They're missing a whole shitload of people. In here uh, for the for the Steelers defense, so I think Josh Allen can get it done. Um, there's only really two players that I'm considering for them. And granted, Josh Allen would be more of a GPP play, not a cash game play here. But uh, Josh Allen, thirty-three dollars, it's good for seventh high uh, price quarterback there not going to look at the DVOA, not going to look at the DVP's just because uh we have a lot of injuries just at least for this week so um not going to focus on there. Now I will put in Stefan Diggs $27 good for 10th priced wide receiver overall on that slate. Um 23rd and DVOA versus the wide receiver one are the Steelers and guess what Joe Hayden is out, so that just opened up uh, Stefan Diggs especially on Yahoo if you wanted if you wanted to use him it's actually a pretty good play for cash uh, this week, um, but I think there's other wide receivers that I'd probably look at but that's it man I mean that's the slate. I'll be working on this all fucking day uh, today. I'll get that target sheet out to everybody too. So, Uh, a lot of stuff coming out. Try to get that podcast out tonight. Um, If not, I'll get it out real super early tomorrow morning. But until then, talk to you guys later. Have a good weekend.